Bill O'Reilly here. Monday, July 12th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Donald Trump speaks to conservatives in Dallas. Dr. Fauci blames Republicans for stalling vaccination rates. Billionaire Richard Branson flies into space. One hotel employee prevents possible big-time violence at the baseball all-star game. New polling says a majority of Americans are very concerned about rising crime. Also ahead, are you woke? Hope not. But first, Donald Trump addressing the conservative group CPAC in Dallas, Texas. Former president targeting political opponents and insisting the election was a fraud. Mr. Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis topping the list of potential 2024 candidates in CPAC's straw poll. President Biden's top COVID advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, saying some Americans, quote, rigid ideology is preventing them from getting vaxxed. The doctor pointing out lower than average vaccinations in states controlled by Republicans, about 50 percent of the total population now vaxxed, including 69 percent of adults, which is why COVID is on the wane in this country. Richard Branson, who runs the Virgin Outfit, becoming the first civilian astronaut. The British-born businessman flying his Virgin Galactic craft 53 miles above the Earth to the edge of outer space. Rival tech billionaire Jeff Bezos will launch his own rocket later this month. Both companies hope to offer commercial travel to space by the middle of 2022, Average price, $500,000, but they will still lose your luggage. A housekeeper in Denver tipping off police after discovering guns, body armor, and 1,000 rounds of ammunition at a downtown hotel. The arsenal located just blocks from Coors Field, the site of the Major League All-Star game. Three men and a woman have been arrested. Cops say they were doing a drug deal, but who knows? A survey published by the National Journal says a majority of Americans are worried about violent crime, including Democrats. 57% of Republicans call the issue a major crisis, while 52% of Democrats agree. Seven in 10 African Americans labeling the national spike in homicides a grave threat. And that is true. In a moment, woke people, who are they? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Are you woke? Where are all these woke people anyway? I can't find them. I've looked, even asked some of my acquaintances. Are you woke? No one will admit it. Now, I've seen a few woke bumper stickers like, no person is illegal. Not many, though. Most of the Biden for president stickers are gone. Never saw a slogan for Kamala. But I have one. The border's that way, sucker. Sorry, that's not very woke, is it? I suspect most progressive people fall into two categories. The first are mercenaries, like the CNN hosts, who are paid to be woke. If they don't tow the PC line, they will be separated from lucrative paychecks. So they stay up late thinking of ways to be sensitive and inclusive. The second group of woke wonks are folks who follow trendy things. If the crowd wants to obliterate due process, they do too. Although they might not fully understand the concept. More than a few woke individuals don't know much about history, as the legendary Sam Cooke once sang. Being woke is very time-consuming. You have to be constantly vigilant, on guard against racist behavior by white folks. You must be easily offended by the unwoke and point out their many, many mistakes. It is exhausting. And then there's the weather. You cannot just say it's a nice day. Nope. Somewhere a glacier is receding because the guy across the street has a Hummer. I mean, what's up with that? When it rains, snows, sleets, or is even cloudy, you know the local mobile station is behind it. Damn those oil drillers. Disney executives are all woke, but I don't know any of them. I think I saw CEO Robert Iger eating kale in a Beverly Hills restaurant once, but I could be wrong. It was reported last week that Disney announcers in the parks no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's out, despite objections from Minnie and Mickey, who are now very confused by the new restroom policies. In fact, all of the Disney characters are on notice. No more Peter Pan, Tiger Lily stuff. That's cultural appropriation. Right, boys and girls? Sorry again. As I said, it is downright exhausting to keep track of all the woke mandates. In fact, I need a nap right now just from reading this commentary. Please wake me when the whole thing's over. And it will be over. But not before a whole bunch of new madness hits this country. But the folks are waking up, pardon the pun, and this woke craze will die down. It'll be like disco. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. You'll like it there. And also my new book, Killing the Mob, number one again yesterday, a true phenomenon. We thank you all for supporting the book. 
in a moment something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Legendary rock group Eagles celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. But it is a drama-filled saga that includes millions of record sales, a rotating group of musicians, and lawsuits that span five decades. Here is the story. Eagles first formed in 1971 when all four founding members, Don Henley, Glenn Fry, Randy Meisner, and Bernie Layden, came together as a backup band to play for Linda Ronstadt. In September 71, the group signed on with manager David Geffen and agreed to work with his new label, Asylum Records. They released their first self-titled album in June 72. It would become certified gold within months. By 1975, the lineup was constantly changing. Eagles released Hotel California the next year, becoming the biggest band in the USA and UK. They would tour, add members, fire members, break up, reunite, then tour again for the next 30 years. Don Henley would go on to sue his own record label, also a clothing company for using his last name, and other lawsuits. Henley was also sued himself for allegedly assaulting a woman with a maraca after she tried to pose for a photo with him. I guess that's life in the fast lane. Don Felder sued the entire group for wrongful termination after he was fired in 2001. Despite all the controversy, the band is one of the most successful in history. Their greatest hits album is certified platinum 29 times, the best-selling record of all time in the USA. They have sold 150 million albums worldwide, won six Grammys, and had five number one hits. And here's something else you might not know about Eagles. Even with all the accolades, the band is routinely ranked as one of the most divisive groups in American music. In 2016, Billboard magazine declared Eagles the most hated band in America. Founding member Glenn Fry died later that year. His obituary in the New York Daily News read, quote, Fry's death is sad, but Eagles were a horrific band, unquote. That's not true. Eagles' recordings are solid, tuneful, their live shows excellent. And the New York Daily News, well, they may soon go bankrupt. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs> 